Hi, everyone. Welcome to class. I'm Professor Elliot. And I am Professor McNugget. Today, we will be talking about The White Tiger by Arvind Adiga. Hopefully, you all have done the readings and preparation for this class. Um, in The White Tiger, there are many important themes that we will talk about, but um, we don't have time to talk about them all. So today we're talking about the dark and the light side of India. Um, the White Tiger is a book that highlights social and economic class in India uh, through the eyes of the narr- narrator Balram. Y'all, you guys have probably uh, read about that. Hopefully you all did actually did the reading. Um, throughout the novel, you can pick out a consistent theme of light versus dark and how in India the light has been blurred between um, what is actually the light and the dark and according to, you know, um, the two being right and wrong. Yeah, it, it's a little um, like Star Wars. You have the light side and the dark side. Um, so in Star Wars, you've got like Luke and um, Princess Leia and Han Solo, and and they're on the on the light side, and they're trying to uh, make the galaxy good again. And then the dark side is like Darth Vader and uh, the stormtroopers and. They want to take over um, the entire galaxy and all the planets. Um, so the point is that light and dark is like good and bad, but we're going to find out in this book that um, India's light and dark are a little different. So light India really doesn't have virtue. Um and like typically light, you know, would be associated with virtue, but instead um, Indians do whatever they can to preserve their wealth and they only really act morally when it's their best option. So they are light in the sense that they can see the light of power and wealth. Um, and on the flip side, you know about the rooster coop and it's the rooster coop ideals that make up dark India where men are like mindlessly acting according to their religious and their family values. Um, but they do this because they're, they're scared into being submissive and it's not out of a desire to live well. So in both instances, people sacrifice their morality as they fight for survival um, in India. So just Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. It's not, um, it's not like Star Wars, but it is like Star Wars, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, well put, well put. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's not really a, a good sense of morality in India, um, and it's in that case it's different from Star Wars because the light side, um, you know, fights against the dark, but in India, uh, it's kind of just every man for himself, and um, the light side isn't virtuous, as Henry said. Uh, yeah. Uh, correction. Professor McNugget. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just um, in India, 
morals don't really apply. It's just sort of um, fight for survival. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the morals on both sides just aren't there. There's no right and wrong. There's no good and bad. So light and dark is really a blurred line. Um, and we have, we have an example for you. So let's say hypothetically there was a man named um, Johnny. And this man named Johnny is Mr. Smith's assistant. And Mr. Smith is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. And on a daily basis, Johnny gets Mr. Smith's coffee and gives him foot massages. But the problem is Johnny really wanted this job when he first got hired, but now he's really jealous of the power that Mr. Smith like, holds over his head. So once Mr. Smith is sleeping, Johnny hypothetically kidnaps Mr. Smith and ties a brick to his foot and tosses him in the ocean. And uh, this is what light side of things are like in India. You just you see the light and it's power, and you sacrifice your morality, and you um, just try to progress yourself and get power and wealth. And that's what light is. Yeah, and uh, in that scenario, you guys can probably guess, Barom is Johnny and Mr. Shock is Mr. Smith. Um, and it's a very similar situation. Um, and it, I think it shows what goes on in India very well and um, the difference there from you know other places just because of the, the blurred line between dark and light. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Balram, <clears throat> he follows the light <clears throat> because, you know, he can and um, he wants Ashok's money and power. Um, but most people in his situation can't because Balram goes as far to kill someone to move up in society, which shows the extreme me uh, measures one needs to take in order to move up in um, the Indian society. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's true, and um, as you said, Balram, he can follow the light, and um, the people that can't, that's sort of just due to the Indian caste system, and there's really no upward mobility, so they're caught in that metaphorical rooster coop, and they're on the dark side of things, so they're also sacrificing um, morality, and uh, Professor Elliot has an example to highlight what the dark side of India is like. Yes. Oh, wait, do we? Uh, yes? Where? Yeah, I, I have a little example here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so when Timmy hacks into the DMV computer system because they used a bad picture on his driver's license, the FBI raids his humble home in Vermont and sends him to federal prison. Timmy weighs only 110 pounds soaking wet. So when he shows up his first day in prison, he's a little nervous. He sees a little guy getting hit, getting beat up. He looks, you know, similar to, to himself, and it makes him even more scared. Uh, a big a big inmate named Bruiser beats him up. So, you know, Timmy knows he could be next. Um, the next week, Timmy talks trash to one of his prison buddies about Bruiser and his crew, thinking he is safe. Little did Timmy know, Timmy's buddy rats on him, and by lunch, he can't even walk. Um, he learns quickly that he is the bottom of the food chain and Timmy is all alone and there is no escape for him. It becomes second nature for him to give his bread roll to Bruiser at every meal just so he can avoid getting his head smashed in. Yeah. And, uh, 
this is a lot like that that rooster coop mentality, you know, because Timmy represents the folks in India that uh, are living in that rooster coop. Um, just I don't think they have the background in computer science and cryptology, so they're probably not <laughs> doing any um, federal hacking anytime soon. But the people in India are scared into being mindless robots, and they just submit to the upper caste system. So Timmy represents those caught in the, uh, in the rooster coop. Shout out Rooster Coop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, okay, now, can everyone please turn to page 160? Do, do you want to read this quote, or okay. should I read this I, I would love to read this quote. Awesome. On page 160, it says, But where my genuine concern for him ended, and where my self-interest began, I cannot tell. No servant can ever tell what the motives of his heart are. We are made mysteries to ourselves by the rooster coop. We are locked in. So, this, Mr. McNugget, I'd love to hear about what you think about this quote. Yeah, well, this quote just, um, it sort of tells us about the rooster coop and how um, the rooster coop just creates mindless um, humans. They, it says here that they are made mysteries to themselves by the rooster coop they're locked in. So it's sort of like, um, it's sort of like Timmy giving his bread roll every day um, to, to Bruiser because he just sort of conforms and does everything he can to survive. Um, And he sort of sacrifices his own morals and he sacrifices um, a lot. And that's sort of what the rooster coop is. Do you have anything to add to that, Professor? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, I was going to add to the rooster coop point that, you know, even even the, the lower caste system, they just watch each other, you know, fall one by one, and they don't help each other. They don't they do not do anything to, to rise above together. You know, they, I think that's part of the problem. It's not just the light side a or the um you know the rich side you could say um the 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 bottom cast is also you know keeping each other in the bottom cast and they're just watching each other um almost suffer and stay in the cycle of the the lower caste in india yeah and um as i said before they sort of um they mindlessly act just according to their family and their religious values, but they, they don't do this out of a desire to like better themselves or live well. They, they do this because they're submissively scared. They are scared. They smell the blood of um, the others in the rooster coop and that frightens them. So they are scared into doing anything about it. Indeed. All right. Okay. Should we, should we should we finish yeah, class? What you got for us, Mr. McNugget? All right. So to finish off class, we're going to talk about Ballroom. And as we mentioned before, Ballroom, main character. Ballroom is the white tiger, the one and only. And Ballroom does not like rules. And Ballroom, as a matter of fact, has experienced dark and light India. And it doesn't seem like he likes, doesn't seem like he likes either. So he makes up his own morals in a sense. Um, he follows white tiger rules. He follows his own rules. Um, and he eventually kills his master, um, Mr. Shock. 
and just goes to show that Bum's the white tiger. Am I right? Uh, well, well said, well said. And I would just like to point out that um, in order to stand out in India and to move up, you in this book at least you have to kill someone to get up, which yeah. just shows the the you know the the situation in India, which is you know not good. It's true. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of morals are sacrificed if you want to succeed in India or if you want to survive. Um, and just like there's a blurred line um, between light and dark in India, there seems like there is a blurred line between um, success and survival. So, um, yeah, I mean, Ball- Ballroom, he makes up his own set of rules. He he sort of thinks he's, he's like, um, I don't know, some divine being, the, the white tiger. He thinks he's um, rising above everyone. And so in order to do that, he sacrifices all morals. Um, and, yeah, he, he kills his master, commits a crime. Yeah, so that's going to wrap up class. Thank you all for coming. Uh, I'll see you on Thursday, I believe, for our next lesson. Uh, Thank you for coming, and goodbye. Adios.